the sounds go. Hello, it's episode 52, <laughs> the Evil G Podcast. Uh, sound right? Is the sound okay now? Yeah, the sound's okay now. Okay, okay. We don't really Actually, I don't see you. Are you coming through? Oh dear, are you hearing me though? You're just a little quiet. Oh dear, am I still muted? How's you're not that? muted, no, you're... Am I sounding better now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look, there's your voice. Yep. On the screen. Yep. Uh, for those of us, or those of you that can't see, my voice is on the screen. But um, yeah, we just are we just doing sound tests now when we start recording? Just die. Oh, we did it. I did check the sound and it was working fine. And then we did. We definitely did. Are we sound checked? Didn't I don't we? know. Yeah, you were just being quiet. Oh yeah. Yep. Which is very very rare. Character. <laughs> so. Uh, update on last week's uh, Tony Khan interview. He's wild buzzy and he said sorry and he says he'll get back to me soon. Bullshit. I, I, I'm calling bullshit on him. I was all, come on, big TK. You know we're the best podcast out there. And he looked at me with those crazy eyes because I was chatting to him on Zoom. And he's all, nah, I can't. I'm sorry, I'm wild buzzy. He said wild buzzy too. And I was all, geez, where'd you learn that? And he's all, I just, I know everything because I'm TK. And I was like, all right, but you promised me we'll get an interview. And he's all, yeah, 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 promise, promise, promise. And then he sort of looked around, thinking his camera was switched off and was looking at Shivani going, oh, nah, just doing the throat cutty thing. And I was all, nah. So I'm looking forward to this interview that would totally is going to happen. <laughs> yep. He does do a wild pilot podcast. He does, To be fair he? to him. Like. Uh, he really does. He's on that one week, or not weekly, but he's quite regular on the... Uh... uh what? Barstool wrestling? That's the Is one, that Barstool. Yeah. Aye. Aye. How he gets the time to do that, I'll never know. Yeah, I do. Well, I, I, he doesn't I, sleep. I know that much. I don't know how much of his time is taken up by, you know, various footballs Yeah, of, of different flavors. Yeah, he's got like, the Jags, isn't it? Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And... The Fulham Fulhams. Fulham, the Fulham Fulhams. Phase <laughs> <laughs> um, on the board for Fulham, uh, like operations or, hmm. or something about. I don't know. He probably has people that does most of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but how he does th- time for all that, I don't know. But um, I will get him someday. Promise, promise. Of course, I'm still waiting on David Doak to get back to me. And to be fair, it's my fault that we haven't got uh, the the head brewer of the brewery because. He says to me to contact them, and I keep forgetting. Just didn't. Yeah, so I will remember to do that, and we will have a a beery type guest. Yes, yes. He's actually the, the master brewer of the Walled City Brewery. What do you need guests for? I know I'm here. True, true. Well, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you playing anything interesting since last week? Uh, I've been on my VR quite a bit this week. Um, oh, Jesus. Because I got this... World War Two fighter pilot game called Warplanes Battle Over the Pacific, which was a follow up to World War One dogfight. Well, it was just called Warplanes World War One. I, I and I actually couldn't play much of that because it made me really, really sick. <laughs> so what made you decide to try again with a sequel? Well, this one was on the the Ablap. So the what? The Ablap. So when a game, it's kind of like early access for Quest. Ah, uh, right. So I didn't actually have to pay for this. Ah, okay. Well, you get like a two-hour trial, and then if you want to continue, it was like ten pound. Mm. No, ten. What am I on about? Two. Jesus, fuck. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it because 
this is going to sound so stupid. In the first one, because World War One fighter planes were just out in the open, you know, there was no <laughs> cockpit, really. That's, I think that's what made my stomach be all... Whereas in the second one, because I'm in a cockpit, my brain's all, yep, this is fine, this is fine. So I actually feel absolutely fine playing the second one, which is... It's the same fucking game, I'm just in a cockpit. Mm. Plus there's, you know... you weird, that... My brain's a weird thing. Um, but you've got rockets and all. You've got more sort of World War II weaponry and all. And you're obviously more sort of over the, the water type missions. But yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I'm guessing, like, you have a, a, a bit of early access on Steam. That's how you would get it then. If you wanted to try it on your uh, Rift. Probably. Um, but yeah, like because it was on early access, I guess that's what I'm just going to call it. Uh, it was two pound, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll give it a go," and been playing away at it. Um, and then other than that, I've also been on the uh, Resident Evil Four VR got updated this week with the Mercenaries mode. So the Mercenaries in VR is very, very frantic and very, very, very fun. Um, but the cool thing is, I was saying before we started recording, they just haven't threw in the Mercenaries mode and left it at that. There's all these cool challenges and all. So you've got like these bonus missions. And the first one they do, they're obviously, in the first mission, they let you off the leash. They go, right, here's the Chicago typewriter with infinite ammo. Uh, off you go. Just set as high a score as you can. And you're just running around in Leon's fucking gangster suit, by the way, <laughs> with a Tommy gun with infinite ammo. Wait, how, do you, how do you know what you're in? Can, uh, can it, you see it, your body? Uh, it does the wee spinny thing at the start. Uh, right. Shows you the wee spinny camera at the start. And then when you do, like, you know the way in Resi 4, you do the suplexes and the kicks and all? Yeah. The camera jumps into third person when you do that. Oh, Jesus. That, oh. Is that not while... Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> you just fly out of your body and watch yourself do a German suplex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it happens so fast that you, it doesn't even phase you. Okay. You do it when you're kicking doors open and all, so you, you kind of get used to it when you're just playing the game anyway. Because I think it would be even more... like. Like you know, Leon does the dive out of the windows. Yeah, it goes into the camera yeah, for that because yeah. you're not doing that in first person, or you'll throw your guts up. I don't know. <laughs> if you were jumping out a fourth story window and commando rolling on the ground, yeah, it'd be fine. I'd throw up everywhere. Like I can't do a barrel roll in a World War One plane. There's no way I'm doing a Leon Kennedy fucking dive. No way. I but, suppose. <laughs> they've got all these cool challenges which then you unlock actual old school cheats in the game like, and you don't have to pay for them you don't have to pay for them like the only thing I've bought is Resi 4 everything has been added for free then which is kind of what I've noticed with VR games in general except for Beat Saber where you buy songs but yeah that any, makes sense song yeah, yeah any updates that have been added to games have been done for free but um, there was a there was a cool challenge where you had two six shooters and, yeah. you, and you're going into town, you know, the village, and you're wrecking the place, but you have to reload them. <laughs> and they're six like shooters. Manually? Yes. <laughs> like one bullet, do you even have a speed loader? Or is it just like... In the normal game, you have a speed loader, but in this challenge, it's individually, and there's chains, There's nothing but chainsaw guys coming at you. <laughs> so it's very, very frantic, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But I think that's, again, that is the challenge. Um, to take down the chainsaw guys. Uh, and to sort of or you know very be very tactical with your shots because obviously the magnum in Resi Four is ridiculously powerful, so yeah. you want headshots. But yeah, they added that, and then the sort of cheats you get is like big head mode, and 
uh, enemy randomizer, which will be very fun to try. Um, and then there was one that was like a, a boss rush. So you can just do like yeah. a, a boss rush. That's like a thing. That's not really a cheat. I suppose that's more like a mode you unlock. But that would be cool to try things like that, you know, in VR. And also, it's kind of cool that they just didn't throw in, oh, here's mercenaries and that's that. It's like, here's mercenaries and then here's something we did ourselves. Mm. So it's pretty cool that they're doing that. And then obviously, they were hinting the next thing they'll be adding is the assignment ADA in separate ways, which will then be the entirety of Resi 4 in VR. Yeah. It's kind of like this is more of a, like you bought it, but it was kind of early access. Yeah, yeah. It's like we done the whole game. So here's the rest of the game now. I, we're not getting you to pay for it. We'll just release it slowly but surely. And yeah, again, that's, that's don't f- mind them doing that's, that. That's fine. Yeah. And then the only other thing uh, I've been playing is last week I told you that... Uh, I set up the old Mega Drive to play Mutant League Football. Mm-hmm. This week I went out and I bought Mutant Football League on the PlayStation 4. I literally bought it right after the podcast last week. <laughs> and it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's really, really fun. Um, obviously, if you know anything about American football, you know that this is how this plays. But uh, there's nothing more frustrating than uh, like you'll be on the offensive and you'll get a touchdown and next thing you'll be getting a penalty. And you'll look at why you've been penalized, and I'll be like, "Cause you're, cause you like Game of Thrones." And you're like, well, "What? Why am I penalized for liking Game of Thrones?" And then you realize the referee has been bribed, so you have to kill the ref in your next play. So they bring on a new ref who hasn't been bribed. <laughs> so you should be penalized for liking Game of Thrones anyway. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you've got all the mad, dirty tricks and all, and, and you can win in two ways. But I've never won the second way, so you can win normally by points. Or you can win by killing too many of the enemy team, so they've no one to access. They don't have enough players to play. But uh, I haven't managed to do that yet. But a lot of death happens, not just between the players. Some of the pitches have like mines and buzz saws and mm-hmm. mutant worms and all on them. So you could be in the middle of running the whole pitch, and a giant much, worm could eat you, and then like you've the original. Cl- like <laughs> classes as a fumble. That's what it does because you <laughs> dropped the ball because you're dead. Um, but yeah, really, really good fun. And even the commentary is good crack as well. Because uh, that's the one thing I always... Some... Like, you, if you've ever played a FIFA or something, you play it for a week and you notice just the same lines over and over and over again. I've been playing this for a week now and some of the commentary lines have still coming across. Like, if you bribe the referee, sometimes you'll hear the referee or the commentator going, and the ref just ran off the pitch with a pocket full of ones. Hmm, I wonder where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, really, really good fun. And I'm, I'm glad I finally bought the right game this time. Um, I feel sorry for Blood Bowl because I haven't even looked at it since now. I'm too busy enjoying Mutant League Football. Or Mutant Football League, sorry. This is not from the same guys. It's the same director. Yeah, it's... it's- EA it's, made the original. It's not a sequel. No. It's a... Spiritual successor. So we'll call it this instead and make the same game. Yep. It literally is the same game, only with better like graphics. EA's ever going to do it. No, nah, no way. Fuck's sake. That's the one thing, because apparently there was a whole thing that they wanted to use the original theme for the... the let's call it the remake. The remake. And EA wrote, no, no, no. That's our that's our game. That's our music. You're, you're, you're not doing that. So they told the to the guy that actually made, made it for the game. them. Yes, and they're like, "This is our, he said, fuck you." <laughs> well, basically, what he did was he went out and he just changed a couple of notes and rocked the absolute shit out of it. So it's you can tell what it is, but it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, fair play to him. Uh, so he got to make his game. I did not know the whole story behind this. This started in 2013 and took five years to get made because he tried what do you call it Kickstarter, and he didn't get. The funds, yeah. but he went ahead himself anyway. 
And then he'd done a Kickstarter again with a much lower uh, thing because he had already done 95% of the work. Yeah. Basically, he needed the Kickstarter for the online mode. Right. And he nailed it. And that's why we now have Mutant Football League. And it's so successful, there's now been DLC and stuff for it. Teams and all the rest oh, of it. Oh, I, I saw it. I must, you were saying last week about you could actually buy the shirts of the teams. I yeah, must you get can. A, must get a look for that because some of them sh- uh, logo designs are amazing, so they are. Yeah, it's on their website. I must get a look. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing this week. Uh, me, I uh, have... Me, I play not much. <laughs> uh, the, we're talking about Need for Speed games and I decided to like, try all the Need for Speed games that are on Game Pass. Right. And they're mostly terrible. <laughs> mostly terrible. Uh, mostly d- d- uninstalled them after playing them for five <laughs> minutes. But I have I played a good bit of Heat, which is the most recent one, and that's kind of all right, actually. Who makes that one, there? Ghost Games. Oh, uh, right, right, yes. Uh, so it's very much trying to be a, uh, you know, Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. Here's an open world, and there's things to do. Um, and it's it's arcadey, um, a lot of drifting stuff. You don't have to break very much. No. In, uh, you know, you're never going to spin out mm. or anything like that. But um, you can make the cars look very, very silly. <laughs> See, that's w- always Which is thing. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want your silly looking car. I mean, I don't get the thing where they take the wheels and they move them like where the wheels are like at a forty-five degree angle. I was like, that seems that it super wouldn't, dangerous. Wouldn't work very well, and you'd wear down one side of the tire. And the, I why? Why are we doing this? What does this do? It looks cool. I think it just gets the car lower to the ground. Wait, do people actually do this? I, I think so. No way. Unless why the fuck would you turn? I don't. I don't know how it works. Um, huh. the, the, uh, it's 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 weird. So, I so said you can upgrade the cars and all, but different you know, put different engines in them, and it's definitely it's not as in depth as a Horizon um, mm. or uh, Forza. Uh, but it's like all the changes to the body you make don't affect shit which is a bit weird oh right so like there's no aerodynamic yeah it's like it's not like you put this big wing on the back and it gives you more downforce it's like no you just put whatever the fuck you can make the car look however the hell you want i like that idea i want my car to look bonkers but i don't want it to consider yourself if you want to make a bonkers looking car but it's going to go ah you can make this car but you're going to lose about 50 horsepower and come last in every race you'd be like oh where's it goes i this won't affect you you just make your car whatever way you want mm. and win. That's going to encourage you to make a bonkers car. Yeah, which I guess is the point, yeah. It's, it's, like, uh, it's we, we need for speed. It's not, it's not Gran Turismo. We don't have to worry about what our car weighs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm guessing the engine stuff and all matters. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's very sort of like you can change the parts to like, oh, wait, this, this, car's, this makes your car more of a drifting car mm. and these parts make it more uh, track- like last trip, you have more grip, mm. uh, and then you can either be more suited towards off road or on road. Um, haven't seen any off road races yet, which is weird. But I, I have made a rally build just for doing like there's you know you have to smash billboards and stuff, and sometimes ah. your run up is on the on the grass, and if you have a 
car spec towards just like doing races on roads it's just not going to get the speed it needs to, to make the jump it's going to grind a halt when it hits the dirt well I'm guessing there's going to be if you can spec a car to rally there's going to be off road races at some point oh yeah I've seen the tracks oh okay I just don't haven't got any races now the one bad thing about it though is it with Forza Horizon you get in there and it just starts throwing cars and money at you so you can do whatever you want mm. but in this it's like you pick a car to start with and you're kind of you got to do a lot of grinding mm. and uh, of races to get money and the respect shit to unlock stuff. Mm. Um, whereas, like, Fortune never never gets you with a rudimentary, like, respect points. I can't remember what they're called, but I know they call Money Bank, which is the kudos. stupid. Now, Kudos is Metropolis Street Racer or Gotham City Racing, that was. Oh, is that what that was? Um, it might just be called respect. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's the mechanic that you go out and race at night and you do illegal races and that gets you respect and you, you can go out during the day and do officially light, like set up races where there's uh-huh. no traffic and get money then. Um, but, uh, it, it just doesn't give you the same, like you can't have, I'm going to do a different car every single race just because mm. I can, because it gives me that m- many cars and so much money to just upgrade them. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And it's like, nah, you have to, it's, it's very, uh, like, oh, you can't, you can't go too mad there. Like we're going to stick with this car at this power level until we get the bigger races. Whereas Forza, if you do a race, it'll go, right. We're going to give you opponents that are around the level of your car. Mm. Uh, even if you go back and do that race again, I'll say, right, uh, so your car is like way more powerful now, so here's more powerful yeah. opponents. Where in this, it'd be like, you can go back where you're like, you know, 300 <laughs> power point car and, and race all the 100 point cars and just be like, <laughs> this is pointless. Uh, but uh, I, it's, it's not it's not terrible. It's not the worst. Um, if you want to make some silly looking cars and... Uh, do some initial D style fucking <laughs> drifting. And yeah, there is, it does have a mountain with winding roads for you to do some initial D stuff. Sweet. Um, oh, no, I played a bit more of Final Fantasy 13, which is still grand. I don't know, real, I don't know why Final Fantasy 13 got so much flack when it came out. I think it was one of the first ones that. Like, it does now what sort of is standard with Final Fantasy, and it was the first to do it, and everyone was sort of like, oh, where's the old turn-based stuff? It's still tech... It, no, it's still a turn-based game in that Final Fantasy has been since 6. Mm. Active time battle. The enemy will go at you whether you've done your thing or not. Yep. Um, but in this... Yeah, it's the same thing. You pick, you can auto-pick your, you know, you can string together, depending on how big your gauge is, you can, you know, you start with three attacks, you can just string them together, and then your, your dude will go do it. Um, and then you can upgrade that to six. Um, and you can manually put in which six attacks, or you can go, oh, just recommended, because mm. it is very, very fast-paced. Mm. Um, but that's how final... If anyone's saying that... You oh, they ha- were saying I don't know if they are now, but yeah. that's what they if got. If they were, yep. you haven't played a Final Fantasy game since, like, the first one or some shit? I yep. don't know how long act, uh, Active Time Battle has been in Final Fantasy. I think you're right. I think it was it brought was in, in 6. It was in 6, anyway. 
Um, and they've done that and haven't looked back since. Right. Because before that, it was like, right, you get your go, they get their go, you get their go, they get their go. Whereas yeah, Final Fantasy hasn't worked like mm. that since 30 years. No, I know. But I, because I remember the other, the only other thing was obviously the uh, a lot of people, as you were saying, is very frantic and you can sort of run around and move yourself. No, you where can't. before that. No, no, you can't. Oh, you sort of stood still still? Uh-huh. All right, okay. I thought that was brought in in 13. The characters were sort of move around. I think that was in light. That is how it works in Lightning Returns. As Lightning Returns is more of an actiony game. Ah. Um, I haven't got to that yet. It got good reviews though. It did. I ah, people love it. Was it. the best out of the three. Ah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, so the one that stepped away from the traditional Final Fantasy got the best reviews. Hmm. No, it does a, a different thing. Whereas, like, you can give any. Well, this isn't really new because you've always been able to do this. You can. Uh, give any job to like any character can learn any job uh-huh. it's more than 13 because in, in 13 do you as, as far as i've got you only play as sarah mm. and the time travel jobber guy um <laughs> jobber and then your third team member is like you capture monsters yes which is if pretty, i remember correctly um but yeah it's pretty enjoyable like this fucking quantum leap time traveling <laughs> fixing things in different timelines oh boy try, while trying to find your sister it's <laughs> uh, yeah so that's 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 all i've been playing nothing nothing new mm. i've also still been obviously on elden ring obviously yeah you must be i'm fighting a big snake a big snake he's the snake devouring god or something He's in the volcano manor. He's a big snake god thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. His first phase. Just simple. Second phase. What a prick. You just poke him with that special weapon that but kills he, him. Oh, geez. The thing where he... Uh, so he shoots flaming skulls at you. He makes explosions come out of the ground. And then he's swinging at you with a sword. All at the same time. You're like, when did this become bullet hell? And how can I dodge a skull and an explosion and a sword? It's like, fuck! Like, and then sometimes your biggest enemy is the camera. Oh my, because another way he does that lava in front of him shit and he'll crawl yeah. towards you. He'll jump and the camera's all over the place and I'm like, right, where am I right now? And then you're in the middle of the lava and you're like, ah, oh, bugger. Yeah, you need to, in, in these games you always need, you can't just be locked on all the time. Yeah. You have to know when to unlock. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah that's where I'm at the moment once you beat him make sure you go speak to your woman in the manor and then well she uh, sent me to him yeah uh, and, and then once you've spoken to her make sure you go back into his uh, his boss room and, and see what's going on there because that's that's a weird fucking thing that's happening right okay <laughs> shall we move on to <laughs> some news uh, where do we start uh why not? I have Sega, to. what's Sega been up to? Oh, Christ. We noticed that, wait, first of all, we mentioned last week they were doing these super games, which no one knows what they are. Mm. Um, and now, apparently, the the first two are Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Super games. Super games. Big AAA titles. Crazy Taxi. So they're both getting reboots. Um, and Bloomberg was reporting on us on this and this is in bloomberg's words so i don't know what they mean by this but they're saying it's like 
Fortnite style. Mm. Um, and I can only imagine, like, I don't know, because Bloomberg's just a you know business type newspaper. Is that them just making a so everyone can really? get the context Aye. of this, and it's not really like just as in comparable to size and cultural impact of Fortnite, or do they mean literally a live game where they can every week have this new fucking market and things like, oh, mm. here's, there's a, you know, there's a new Marvel film, so here's fucking Spider-Man driving a taxi. That's is that <laughs> is that what they're after? Sounds like it. Uh, but how do you turn Crazy Taxi into a live game? You can't. So oh. that's going to fail. Um... Jet Set Radio, mm-hmm. that one's especially a shame if they start with this shit because there's there that game, that series has a cult following. Yeah, um, I, I I remember the first time playing Jet Set Radio and being blown away by the look. Like I think that was yeah. was that the first big cell shaded game. Don't know if it was the first big one, but it's the one everyone remembers when you talk cell shaded. It's one of the first comes to your head is Jet Set and Thirteen. They were the two ones that always stand out with me. Yeah. I remember f- um, Fear Effect, but I don't know if that was technically cell shading. Well, but I remember the look of that. That was like, like nothing I'd ever seen before. Yeah, yeah I agree. I wouldn't have thought of that, but yeah, you're right. That technically would have been cell shading. But Jet Set, like you say, it's one of those ones that it's got its following. It's just leave it alone. Don't do anything. It's, again, don't try and have... Oh, make a new game, by oh, all yeah, means. Yeah. But... Don't do this. We obviously know the plan they've got. We're going to turn into a live game and there'll be fucking, I don't know, Darth Vader flying around on roller skates. Like, oh. I, I can't see that fitting with within a jet set. Um, Sega, I don't know what they're in their mindset right now. I, well. I don't like this because it, it, the way they're designing it, it's like not like someone's come to them with a picture. It's like, oh, I've got an idea for a new jet set. Mm game um no they've gone as like we want to create something that is this constant stream of money like fortnite mm. let's rum- rummage around in the old ip box and see what we haven't touched in a while that we can play off people's nostalgia to get them in yep. uh, you're 100 right and then speaking of the other thing they've done playing off people's nostalgia so they announced uh sonic origins yes which is a a collection of now stop me if you heard this before the first four Sonic games, no. um, which I'm pretty sure sh- this is th- this exists already. I can go into my phone and download those four games right now for free. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have them on Steam. Now yeah. they're they're saying as a remaster, um, saying it'll run at sixty frames a second. I'm just gonna say if you want the Sonic games run at sixty frames a second, you can do that now. Yep, with a not even a powerful. You wouldn't need a powerful PC at all. Nah, my my piece of <laughs> shit laptop could probably do that. Yeah, my fo- again, your phone could probably do that. Uh, and looking at these, it's just yeah, your phone could do that easily. But probably more because most phones have like a like ninety hertz refresh rate screen. So yeah. if you un- unlock frame rates on whatever emulator, mm. just they'd be open about it and say we're talking about emulating these. 30 mm. plus year old games um yeah so the the fact that they're re-releasing these again have done fuck all to them from what i can see yep and 
calling it a remaster and and asking for way too much money. Way too much. That nearly like, forty quid. Well, um, so thirty two ninety nine. Oh, that's the standard of this. Is your entry level? Yeah, that gets you in the door. And we just put what we were talking about before. For that same price, you could get both the Castlevania collection and the Castlevania Advance collection, which is what fifteen Castlevania games, nearly. Yeah. Um. So on on top of charging way too much money. Uh, they also have this fucked up um, chart <laughs> of versions and DLCs for this. So straight off the bat, <sighs> right? These are the original four Sonic games. Why is there DLC? Exactly. <laughs> Unless they were going to go out there and make new levels. Yeah. Which they kind of already done with Sonic Mania anyway. But yep. that's not what they've done here. No. They've just... So some of the things... Um, so the the you get the main game, uh, which you only get in two of these. Mm. <laughs> okay, so you've got the standard edition, then the, the digital deluxe edition, and then there's three DLC packs. Um, <laughs> which the first DLC pack gets you 100 bonus coins. Don't know what that's for. For something, mirror mode unlocked. Uh, letterbox background, which you're saying is if you're in four by three. I assume aspect. I'm assuming you're making that. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. So that's that's what you get. I don't know how much that is. Um, the Steam page does not. It only has the. They will not be priced <laughs> until the game's out. I bet you. All uh, right. So the the digital deluxe is thirty seven pound. Um, just, no, you'd just expect the digital deluxe just to come with everything, and it doesn't. So, well, all right, this dash pack, um, this this is free DLC. It comes if you pre-order. Uh, all right, right. So that's that's what that is. So they've got two D proper DLC packs as well. Uh, the premium fun pack, <laughs> pay for fun, <laughs> uh, which includes hard missions. The hardest. At first, I thought that you know they were going to do something to the levels, but then you made the very good point before we were recording that they are literally just doing achievements. It's like yeah, probably beat this level and that's probably defeat these that enemies is. within this time limit. Paywall achievements. Paywall achievements. Uh, letterbox background again, as but we pre-ordered. We already have that. Why would it, why? Okay. Character animation in the main menu. Oh, like, do they mean like the old school, like when Sonic would wiggle his finger? Are they going to remove that from the game and then you pay for that to happen? No, but this is just in the main menu, not while you're playing. Oh. I'm guessing everyone just stands there completely still unless you paid for the extra. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who sits that long in the main menu? I don't the... know. Well, also, the ability to control the camera on the main menu. <sighs> You can look around the, the islands or something. Oh. Um, character animations during music islands. I don't know what that means. Uh, the characters will animate while you're listening to music tracks, I, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure you can go listen to yeah. the, this music already without buying this. 
Um, then we've got the classic music pack, which just comes with classic music. Uh, th- so what the fuck's the music that's on there? If these are just these games. So you you took these games, you took the music out of them. No, no, no. The classic music pack. Right. So your your games have their normal music. Okay. And your games will have the option to go listen to them. The classic music pack is other Sonic games that aren't in this collection, like Sonic Spinball, the Game Gear versions of Sonic, uh, and things like that. But who the fuck wants to listen to the Game Gear versions of music? No one. Nobody. No one. And I'm sorry, Sonic Spinball soundtrack was pish. <laughs> who wants to pay to listen to that? And you would think they're getting the digital deluxe. Yes. Would get you everything, but no, but no, you have to pre-order to get the hundred bonus coins, the Miller, the mirror mode, and the letterbox bullshit. Mm. Um, yeah, this is this is a mess, and it's shite. Uh, the even without this, it's shite. Um, it's, it's basically getting people to pay for something that that should have been released at a fucking tanner. Yeah, aye, 100%. There's no way to justify that price. And aye, a tenner with all that shit already in Yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. A tenner with all the shit done, aye. Like, we are talking about games that are 30 years old that people can play on their fucking phones, as we said, for free. If you want people to sort of go, oh, look at this, it's like, you know, all right, 60 frames as we novelty and all these wee silly things. Aye, here's a wee tenner, act. It's only a tenner. 30 fucking five pound or whatever. Get the fuck Sega and I am a diehard Sonic man I will not be going I don't even care if this ever goes in sale I will not justify giving them the money for that why would you like, like you probably already well yeah not I, probably you can go play them now yeah I, I uh, true so stupid um so the Devolver thing <laughs> Devolver did you know, being the the scamps that they are they did their their own so their their new game Track to Yomi which is that side scrolling uh Samurai black and white looks game pretty cool. that looks all very Kurosawa. Uh, that they they put out a, a similar chart for pre order and with all the different versions. Um, just everything well, you included. just get everything. You get the base game. You get ten percent off. Epic journey through the underworld and back, <laughs> and back is a separate entry. Yeah, stunning visuals, remarkable soundtrack, progressively complex combat and full credits at the end that's the important <laughs> part full credits at the end I would not put up a Sega to start charging you extra to oh, see the credits fuck. so I nice uh, one Devolver uh, nice one but uh, yes. I always enjoy Devolver's pranks and shit Sega need to catch themselves on they do they're gonna be like no one wants any of your shit anymore um, here's a weird one uh, but the MMO Terra, uh, which is on PC and consoles, um, it's shutting down after about 10 years. Now, normally when you hear things like this, you expect, you know, it's been because of lack of players. Or, no one's playing this shit. But not in this case. The, the reason for this, I still think this is one of the <laughs> craziest things I've ever heard in my life. This is, so... It's it's weird. Um, so Bluehole is the developer, uh, and it's Gameforge uh, that publishes it. Now they have their own plat f- 
platform thingy that you can download on PC and all their... They've got all these weird, like, it's all free-to-play uh, MMO stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of that shit, which is, and this is one of them. Um, so, like, they came out and said, Gameforge has happily hosted a great community in Terra for almost 10 years now and would have happily served players even longer, but without the support of the developers, this is not feasible. So basically saying... The developers just decided to. <laughs> we're done. No, we're, we don't want to do this anymore. Um, <laughs> and that they said that they, uh, the blue hole, have said that they're stopping development to focus on other projects. Um, yeah, that's the the other part of the statement there. After careful, careful deliberations, the developers of Terra have unfortunately taken the difficult decision to end development of the game and they feel they are no longer able to provide the satisfying content that Terra players deserve. Instead, they would like to focus on their internal development efforts on the projects. So, what I don't understand, instead of they don't even sort of like, right, we'll just let the game sit as it is for people to continue maybe playing. They're just going, nah, shut it down. We are starting on something new. See, that's the thing with MMOs. You constantly need people yeah, updating true. and uh, fixing shit. But so. to keep it just active, though, would you still need a full team or could you even... You could probably get by some like skeleton team or something, but I'm guessing they're... They just no, don't want no to do No one's dude. prepared to do this. And they're like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's give Final Fantasy XIV some more players. Why not? I just love the fact that they're all... And uh, none of us could be arsed anymore with this. Fuck this shit. <laughs> We're going to stop making our shitty generic looking RPG. I've heard it is not very good anyway. It looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly. Yeah, look I at that character design. I don't think anything important has been lost here, so uh, <laughs> we'll move on. That's hilarious. Like. Amy Henning is working on a Star Wars game. Wait a minute. This sounds familiar. Did I pull up like a five-year-old story? That's probably longer than five years, to be honest. Um, no, Amy Hennig's back back on board with making a Star Wars game. Mm. Um, a richly cinematic action-adventure game. Okay. Uh, Let's hope it happens this time. Yeah. Wasn't she working on... Wasn't that the one 1313 she was meant to be working it on? It was called... What was it called again? Um, it didn't have a official name but oh I can't remember I thought that was the one that had the leaked footage and it was like 13 it did it did have leaked footage um, and it looked like you were playing as a Mandalorian bounty hunter uh, I think it was that floor 1313 or something I wonder what happened to that idea mm. that is uh, weird how yeah that TV show happened and mm. that was looked like what's what this game was, was going to be um. Yeah, I I hope that pans out for her this time. Yeah. Um. Has she done much since Uncharted? Since Uncharted. Yeah. No, because she went to do that other Star Wars game. She keeps getting fucked about. She can. And uh, she went to. Did she go to Ubisoft to do something, and they fucked her about? <laughs> uh. I don't know. Was she at Ubisoft? I don't know. I thought she was doing some independent shit as well, maybe. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Have an over stab at it, I guess. Why not? I don't know. Is this with EA again? 
That's what I'm curious about. I don't think so. All right, I thought EA had the Star Wars. Like, well, they don't anymore. Uh, true. Uh, so it's you've got a bunch of different publishers making different right. stuff. So at the minute you have uh, a follow up um, to follow an order. Mm. Um, Ubisoft doing something from right. the guys that did the division, and then you've got that fucking David Cage. Oh <laughs> Christ! <laughs> That's gonna be fucking awful. That's gonna be pure shit. Um. Yeah, she's a she's a good writer. Mm. Um. And oh, she that was she was making that with fucking visceral too, and they shut visceral down. Aye, that was that one then that thirteen thirteen. Yeah. But he, yeah, uh, I hope it hope it pans out this time. Mm. Uh, what else? Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Right. Um. So we 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 spoke last week about Xbox considering adverts and free to play games, and now PlayStation ah. are at it. Like, because because it went down so well when Microsoft announced it. Because we need to squeeze more money out of this shit. Um. So this is. Now on the, the the same situation as as the the Xbox side of it, where we've got three people involved with Sony, um, are then they're uh, this is this is coming from alleged three people involved with Sony, um, and they're looking at ways uh, to encourage developers developers to make free to play games. Uh, because the pandemic made them sore and popularity and they want to eat, squeeze more money out of them. <laughs> All this is going to do is drive people away. As we said last week, if you're getting a free-to-play game and you have to start sitting through, you know, 30-second or a minute ads... Yeah, it, it all depends... That, that's the, the part that I don't like. It's like, oh, watch this ad now for this. Uh, it's like, ah, don't do that shit. Mm. If this somehow... the the figured out a way to do it that wasn't too intrusive and well as a trade-off stopped doing microtransaction bullshit mm-hmm. which is never going to happen because they're going to want no. both but do you remember do you remember street fighter 5 did the ads i but weren't those plastered all over your character yes <laughs> that's a bit shit too. It, it was but <laughs> you had the choice to have them on or off all oh, right and they give you more fight money. Yes, if you turn right. them on, you got to... And I mean, they give you a shitload of fight money. So there was a few times where I was like, oh, I'm close to buying like a new outfit for Zangief. Oh, I'll do a couple of fights when I'm ads on, sure. And they weren't in the way. They were just over your character, you know? That yeah. You didn't have to watch videos or anything. So maybe they could do something like that. You know, here's ads on your character model. Something like that, maybe, or you know, on your character model. That there's there's examples here giving us like you know putting ads on digital billboards and that was the other thing. That, that 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 already is done, isn't it? Yeah, that, you, that happens already. Gee, um, there used to be. You remember used to get like uh, who was it sponsored a racing game on the 360 era, and used to get the ads. It was like was it Red Bull? Used to have oh uh, like uh, Burnout would have had a lot of that. Aye. They they had. Um, updatable ad billboards, mm. um, I think in Burnout Paradise. Yep. 
They don't have them anymore, but they no, did it when the no, game was out. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of PlayStation, that plus um revamp revamp is coming the twenty second of June. <laughs> Nothing much else uh, to say I'm, about that. I'm gonna have to just keep an eye and see what they're offering. Like, yeah, I mean uh, that's the best way to play it. Like, you uh, don't have to make a decision now. Like, you'll if if you've got plus, you'll go into the essential and you'll get the same shit you get now, yep. and not have to worry about a thing. Although I know that they uh, was it they how would you how would you put this? But they've they've got the first four siphon filters now ready to go. Or well, that's. Uh, they, they've been rated for rated. PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Right. I don't even think it's the first four. Because um, Siphon Filter 4 ain't in here. All right, I thought it was the original. Because there um, was four of them on the PS1, wasn't there? They, the first one went, was successful, sort of word of mouth and review-wise. And then they just churned out another three. Yeah, they don't have the PlayStation 2 one, ah, which right. was four. Right. I think. If I remember, uh, um, I think you're right, Di. But yeah, these these probably haven't aged particularly well. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, so you got siphon filter one, two. Th- no, wait. Siphon filter one, two, dark mirror, and Logan Shadow. Now I think dark mirror and Logan Shadow might be like PSP. Ah. Uh, it's Siphon Filter 3 um, mm. is not here. And Siphon Filter The Omega Strain, which was the PS2 one. Um, yep. Yeah, if I. Yeah, Can I'm pretty sure the two of those are PSP games. Siphon Filter 1 and 2 were on the PlayStation yeah. 1. Um, mm. And I guess. Fuck Siphon Filter 3. Mm. <laughs> I always remember laughing though that the obviously siphon filter was kind of always compared to Metal Gear because Jesus Christ I know but but I guess it's literally because of the character design uh but siphon filter was not a stealth game like, no. do you remember you could taser people till they caught fire and all how is that stealth <laughs> it really wasn't a stealth game even though the game would put levels where it would say you have to stealth this or ah. it's game over it's like hi hey, your stealth is fucking shit yep that's just forcing <laughs> I hate when games do that they force stealth sections I on. don't mind them if their stealth mechanics are yes. great like Siphon Filter grand mm. this Siphon no this is Siphon Filter mm. fucking <laughs> Metal Gear nope the other one with with Sam Fisher. Oh well, I uh, Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. That Splinter was a genuine grand. stealth game. Yes, I... like th- that. The stealth mechanics were good, so mm. that you, that's what you were there for. Right. Siphon filter. Nah. No. You didn't even fucking crouch in that, could you? Nope. There was no crouch, and it had that awkward third person camera. You know, obviously there was the bad third person camera back in the day. Yeah, because you didn't have dual nope. analog sticks. When this came out. So uh, they've been rated for PS4 and 5, so everyone's assuming they're going to be part of the uh, revamped uh, PS Plus. It's definitely going to be like a... Play it for five minutes and go, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, this is way worse than I remember. Yep. Um, wait, have... Uh, a bit 
of positive news with the um, you know working conditions for for developers mm. uh, have been happening. So like we've had more shit like Nintendo were accused of union busting, which they denied. Activision, where their lawsuit was being interfered with some American politician, mm. which is a bit fucked up. Um, Sony's even had a bit of a... Yeah, Sony's being sued for gender inequality. Yep. Um, but it's not all bad. So we have a few um, things here. So Koei Tecmo is increasing its basic uh, salary by 23%. That's quite a... A figure like twenty three percent. will get an extra four hundred and forty two pound a month, which is all right. Wait, um, Bandai Namco and Capcom have also done this. Um, which Capcom is like, you damn right, you better. You had to. Capcom had to revise their um, financial projections because they were selling too many games. Yep, they undercut themselves. Capcom are on the up and up. They really are. Um. They're also increasing the salary for graduates. Um, mm. So, starting at 14, uh, 14 17 a month up to seventeen fifty six. When you think of game dev, you think, yeah, those guys would. You would have thought they get paid more than that. Uh, um, but no. <laughs> but they are now. Um, there's other stuff that's happened as well. Uh, like. Uh, Namco have all also been uh, messing around with four-day working weeks with no reduction in pay. Mm. Um, and then we, we saw Gorilla Games delaying uh, Horizon to avoid crunch. Mm. Right thing to do. Yep. Um, and here's one from CD Projekt. They have uh, introduced uh, paid menstrual leave. Which is uh, yep. a, a new thing um, that I've never... Let, so uh, Gog, they've done it at GOG uh, to, to try it out. And now they're going to be doing it with uh, in CD Projekt. I fucking agree with that. As well. Um, it, I couldn't even picture the pain some people are in when that shit's going through. Yeah, so yeah. asking someone to sit down and do a day's work with that. No, thank you. And of course, it was never considered before because it was uh, just the men in control of everything and yeah and it was wouldn't even it was that. probably more a, a sort of male dominated industry as well where things have started to oh yeah yeah finally to diversify yeah so yeah hmm. that, that was firing that wee bit of good news good news, good news everyone <laughs> oh we need that sound bite when we finally have good news we need him <laughs> And one final thing. I don't know if this is good or bad. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a new range of Silent Hill figurines. Mm. Uh, more st- statues, I guess. Um, from Numskull, who make gaming merchandise. Um, um, starting with uh, a bubblehead nurse. Uh, from Silent Hill 2. Game version, obviously. The Yes. The Silent Hill 2 game version. Mm-hmm. Not the homecoming, the, the we just watched the movie and don't know what we're doing yep. version. Um, It looks really good. And for anyone who thinks, by the way, I'm not shitting on that movie. I like 
the first Silent Hill movie. So I do. I like it for what it is. Yes. It's by no stretch of the imagination a good film, but... No. <laughs> but it's definitely one of... It's definitely someone who loved that fucking game and made that film. It's not just some yeah. guy who went, Hi, let's just make a generic horror film and stick a couple of things from Silent Hill's game in it. I have no idea what the relevance they are. This guy, I can't remember his name, but he made the, the film and he obviously loved the game and that's why I kind of enjoy that film. But yeah, I'm not having to go with that because... Yeah, obviously, if you're doing a Silent Hill... I wish you paid more attention to the actual themes of the games a bit more instead of... Some people some people don't pick it up. Some people do. Because <sighs> I, I didn't pick it up the first couple of runs of Silent Hill 2. I really didn't. Mm. There, There is a very good series of podcasts about this. I can't mm. remember. I think if you just do a Silent Hill podcast... Uh, <laughs> uh, we where, could where easily they, do that. They go through. Oh, it exists already. All right, and they do a way better job than I ever could. Well, we need to do a new <laughs> unscripted. That's what we need to do. We need to guard our asses <laughs> in gear and do that. Um. So yeah, the good detail on it. It it, it looks good, but my my whole thing is, go and fucking make a game. <laughs> True. How many ways are Konami going to think? How can we make money off Silent Hill without making a game? That's, Come on. It's like they like to piss the fans off almost. Yeah. They're the Vince McMahon of the game world. They, uh, can, can I? I know what you like, it's and like I'm a, not giving it to you. So you, don't, you don't like what you like. You like what I say you like. Mm. And you will you will buy this this bubble, bubblehead nurse. <laughs> uh, then I'm like, I could, <laughs> but I'm not going to. I swear I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> On the pre-order page. Um, so the next one they have up is uh, someone called Heller, Heather Morris. I don't know who that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that character. Oh, dear. <laughs> no. Got a lot uh, of the, the, uh, they've, the, A teaser image, and it looks very much like Heather Mason. Mm. Um, Which is kind of cool, because she's never got a lot of yeah. merchandise. It's always Pyramid Head or the nurses. I think three is very underrated. Three is still the one I have never played, and I have to get my arson gear and play it. You should play it. It still looks good. Oh yeah, I have, I have it. I have the the HD collection on the PS3 in the house, and the the three is meant to be really, really. I know two got a bit of a flack because of the fog and stuff. I play a PlayStation Two version. I still think that looks good. If I could get a copy on PS2, I would because I have an old PS2 <laughs> in the house as well. But yeah. Yeah, getting a copy would be. Yep, that's why I won't let go of my Origins collection either on the PS3 because even getting a copy of that's tough now. Is that the one they did sort of try to fix? The PS3 version yes got fixed. They just Konami just looked at the 360 version and went nah. Don't know why they did that, which was so weird. Yeah, the lead console for the generation. We're just Ah. not going to bother. But the but the one that obviously isn't selling anywhere near as good. I fuck much. 300 for that collection. Fuck off. I have that sitting in the house. That's worth more than Godzilla. I think, uh, right, so you can pick up a, there's a £42 for a PAL version. Of three? Hmm. I'm pretty sure I have that in a box in there as well. Nice. Sound Hill 3, I think. Um, There's, I think that's the US version for 40 um yeah it seems pretty decent 
decent prices. It's mad that the original game uh, seems to be cheaper than that shitty collection. Hmm. But it's the PS3 version because I can see the Xbox one there is only going for like 20 something there. 65 there, but that, right. that person's having a laugh. That's this come out in the Xbox One? That's an Xbox One. Is that a. Oh, it's a download. Download. Key. Right. That's why. So 65 there. Mm. Mm. So I'll hold on to that then. You get the. Sound Hill for the room. Uh, yeah, I guess it would have been. Xbox original, yeah. Yes, it was. It was PS2, Xbox original. Navigation file, get that's a book. No. Bastards. Jenky seen a cheap copy there. This one's thirty two fifty five. PC. Oh shit. An actual disc for the PC. You know, it's really difficult to find is uh Silent Hill two. Mm. For the PC, uh, and it's actually worth getting because there's so much fan modern shit that's been done to that. And it's, I know. Um, I'd love to try and get a copy of it, but you know, you piracy use yeah other yeah. means, <laughs> other means. Um, right, so wrestling then, mm. um, and the big, big news from Dynamite. Uh, we're just going to talk about this now. Is yep. Tony Khan announced a joint pay per view with New Japan? Called for I like uh, the fact it's called Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door on is it twenty third June? Twenty third June, Chicago. Yep, United Center. Um, Book your dream matches now, people. <laughs> it is time to start uh, dream booking shit because. Man, I've seen, I think it was, might have been Melter or something, um, this, someone said this is like, unlike the Ring of Honor Madison Square Garden show they did with New Japan, where mm. that was very much, here's your Ring of Honor matches, and here's your New Japan matches, this is going to be mainly AEW versus New Japan, which, why the fuck would you do this and not have it be yep. that? Um, where, what's What's... What are you? I want Miro and Cobb, man. No, I want I want my meat slapper. Yeah, it, it's that's the two big boys throwing <laughs> each other around the ring. <laughs> yeah, there, there's so many matches you want. It's like, uh, but I know Cobb's do... in a tag team at the moment, doesn't he? Well, he's part of United Empire, which is Will Ospreay's group. Did they not win belts or something? So they may be tag team champions of oh, some shit, description, sorry. or but it doesn't matter. I it, it doesn't matter. Like titles won't matter if it if it's like if we're doing a lot of cross promotion. No, I didn't want to spoil anything for you if you didn't know that. All oh, right, so um, no, but they were. Well, uh, he went no, out uh, about two matter. weeks ago. Cobb went out on Twitter. He had a photograph of him and his partner holding the belts, and he just tweeted "FTR, bring it on," and I was like, "Oh fuck, right." So see, see that that would be a match. Who is this partner? You said o uh, Oaken? it's Oaken? probably the Great Okan. Is he? Push? I oh dear. <laughs> so Cobb will be doing all the work. <laughs> He's not great. He's your like slow big man type. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just thinking about some of the matches here, you you've got hopefully you'll have Kenny back by then. Oh, um, and that's you a will. Good point. You should have Ibushi back by then. Oh Jesus! 
they they should definitely do something together. Yep. Um God, just the, the, the prospect of CM Punk and say Okada or Hangman and Okada. Whoever the like you know Okada and anyone really the, the, the title title versus title like uh Oh fuck right. Well I don't think that uh, just like your champion they're our champion versus your champion sort of Would thing. you do that? Yeah. Would you think both it's, companies would be happy doing that though? So then Hangman's next challenge is gonna be CM Punk. Mm-hmm. We know that. Aye. So that the prospect is either CM Punk versus Okada or Hangman versus Okada. Sign me up. Who, CM uh, Punk probably more because the Hangman's been in New Japan, so uh, I don't know if he ever had a match with Okada, but they're bound to cross paths at some time. Mm, you know, chaos versus but, Bullet Club. But what I mean is, you know, because both these companies want their champs to look the best. So which company submits? Which company goes, I, your champ can beat our champ? I mean, AEW's the bigger deal, isn't it? Yeah, but this is also Okada, who is considered the greatest fucking wrestler on planet Earth. Do you have anyone beat him? Mm. That's if they do it like that. Yeah, yeah that's what that's what that's I mean. So, the, would you have Champ or Champ, or would you have Okada face someone that he can? I do. You know what? I wouldn't give a shit who won. Because <laughs> it's gonna be. Let me see it. Uh, I see. Uh, I'm thinking it from. I'm doing the fucking background work. That's my problem. I'm not looking at it like a super fan anymore. <laughs> I, I just want, like, uh, Punk versus Okada. No one loses there. Yeah, true. No, one, no, like even if you lose the match, that doesn't hurt anything. True. We we know the crack. We know. We know wrestling's fake. Jesus well, I, Christ! I pity anyone from New Japan that they have to face Sting. Fuck, I know you're losing. Oh, I. Sting versus Okada. Sting. <laughs> Sting become the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He squashes Okada. Just, no selling as <laughs> Rainmaker. And no selling the Rainmaker. Fuck. Uh, Andrade. They have to have Andrade do something with Naito. Because mm. they started loss in, in Global Ad Blah Blaze. Right. I can't say it. Nope. <laughs> Never have been. But they started that. They were the originals in that group in CMLL. 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 Uh. That's not a triple A one. Yeah, I, nope. think it's, I think it was CMLL. Uh, yeah, like you'd like to see something with that as as well. And then mm. there's there's gonna be some massive bullet club shit. Yep. Is this where you do the bullet club versus the elite? Makes sense. Like, yeah. So you may end up with it being a, a load of different. Here's the elite and the bullet club matches. Um, something you could see the Good Brothers. Yeah, you'd probably have to do. The Bucks versus the Good Brothers, or I don't know what'll happen See, with Red Dragon either. I know Good Brothers are a Bullet Club, but they are signed to Impact, so I don't know if Impact and AEW are still buddy buddy, or if that's all done now. Or I don't know if they're buddy buddy, but I'd love to see the Good Brothers in the Bucks because we were always teased yeah. it last year and it never happened. Yeah, but yeah, how does Red Dragon fit into that as well, though? Mm. Is, is the question. Um, uh, the other thing is, uh, do the women get time on this? And how does that work since New Japan has no women, but they do own stardom? Right. You would like so, to think they would do something with that? If they own stardom. 
They do. Then Stardom is is their women's division. Aye. It's just the show. The shows are separate. Does Mackie Iroh work in Stardom? No. Ah, oh, I'd love to see her squished Jade. But, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but Kyrie, um, Ooh. or, oh, Jesus, there's so many women in stardom, but I think it, they have a show around the same time. So, but like, what are they going to probably have one match? Mm. Realistically. Um, yep. But Kyrie would be a good shout since she's known in the U.S., more than any anyone else, uh, I would take me Iwatani against fucking anyone. Hmm. Britt Baker, go for it. I'd, whoever um, doesn't matter. You give her Jade. She would. She would get a good match out of Jade. I guarantee fucking to you. Fuck. <laughs> She's that good. Well, I, I did see some. I seen something I never thought I'd seen last night. So you never know. Jade could, probably could get a good match if that's how the world is going. Yeah, I'd, I think you would give Jade the right partner to get a decent match out of her. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's an exciting thing, and we don't we don't have too long to wait for it, and we've also got a, an AEW pay-per-view in between. I know. So we're going to have, like, back-to-back pay-per-views. Bad. Um, which, yeah, it's big fucking exciting thing, um, especially after, like, you think this time last year was well not, not last year maybe further back it was like oh new japan doesn't like AEW because they stole all their talent and mm. there's there's all sorts of you know animosity and bad blood yeah bad bad feelings there um does new japan have any comedic oh uh, i uh because you'd love to see orange cassidy do something with somebody yeah there's well he's in chaos Oh yeah, Take, oh, that's a good he point. even like he was out there with uh, uh, Ishii. with Ishii, so you know, um, yeah. Th- there's uh, Taro Yano um, is is one of their comedic guys. That's the guy that always he comes out with all his gimmicks. <laughs> I say he's got the chair with his like all his wee side businesses and all of a sudden hangs him up on the rope. He's just being a carny fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, but yeah, they yeah, they 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 won't shy away. Um, you'll you get those like on a show those early mm. matches which will do comedy stuff. Um, yeah, so the right dynamite that that was the the big the news. Big well, there, a couple of other things happened. We we did mention uh, CM Punk's going to be the next opponent for for Hangman. We know this because after the uh, Dustin Rose match. Uh, Hangman came out. Yep, and went. You want this belt? See this road match. That's pretty good. It really was. <laughs> it was, it was 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 decent. Uh, um, fuck it, a lot of support for for Dustin as well. Well, Punk sort of went. He was sort of doing the heel roll, and he's so he good was, at doing he was, that. He's doing the gold dust shit. And all. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I didn't realize as well. Somebody put it up on Twitter afterwards. Uh, a lot of the stuff Punk, well, not a lot. Sorry, Jesus, but some of the stuff Punk did was a call to Bret Hart with his match with Goldust. So some of the uh, actual moves Punk was doing was stuff so, Bret Hart did. He loves doing shit like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's wee homage to his hard, favorite guys. But at hard, like, Punk's such an old-school wrestler. Mm. Dawson Rhodes, old-school guy. This was an old-school match, and yep. it was very, very good. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's a good show. It's not all. It's not all Tope Suicide is. No. 
Um, as we mentioned, we get the, the face-off with Hangman after... Um, uh, again, I'm not sure what happens there. If mm. we get full-on heel punk for Hangman, that would be good. Mm. Um, we see Wardlow getting handcuffed <laughs> before his match with, uh, with the Butcher. And he's not allowed to take the handcuffs off. That was a pretty fun segment there. Uh, Someone grab my bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he doesn't put up any fight or anything. No, he's just, um, whatever, he's, he looks go. like he's enjoying himself. He's, he's doing the shit that he needs to do to get to MJF. Yep. Um, we uh, get the Blackpool Combat Club in a trios match against a random selection of opponents by the looks of things. Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and Brock Anderson. Um, And you might ask, wait, Dante Martin? Why not just have have Darius in there as well? Um, Darius is injured again. Oh, Jesus, what happened? Um, They haven't said specifically what happened, but... He's going to be out for a significant amount of time. Oh, my God. And he's only back. Ah, poor guy. Ah, oh, it's f- fucking Danhausen's fault. Cursed him. <laughs> but, aye, it's, it's a fucking tragedy, hey? Um, Jeez, the ovation the, he got when he came back. Aye, him, on fire when he came back. Um, they did the whole, you know, the, the, the tag team... The battle royale yep. thing, which was great, and um, he was the la- he was the, actually the last of the two standing. Yeah, yeah. Then Matt Jackson kicked him in the balls. Yep, <laughs> <sighs> that's what injured him. Fucking hell! Uh, it's uh, it's such a shame. Um, but yeah, th- this is like <laughs> it's just showing the the winner you to changing just yep. to be like doing all those. Fucking, you know, grabbing the nose and digging elbows into places and all, yep. do all that good regal stuff. Um, yeah, he, he's gonna fit in there. Winter Yuta is gonna be, uh, well, he's, he's already there. Yeah, he is there. Um, they get the Bucks, Red Dragon, Adam Cole. Um, the Bucks dressed all in black, mm. very subdued. Yep. Unlike themselves, a wee bit depressed. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then they're they're doing uh, an open challenge next week for uh, 10-man tag. Yeah, it's basically to show, hey, we're all on the same page. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. I hope it's not Dark Order. No, no, they've announced who it is. It's, oh, right. It's a big, mad... I think it's a big mad style jobber team, but uh, <laughs> the bit I absolutely loved in this was Bobby Fish. They were all talking about because obviously they're all right. You lost the FTR, the Bucks, and Aaron Cole was all we. I, I lost the Hangman, and then Red Dragon lost the Jurassic Express. And Bobby Fish looks around and goes, "Hang on, we lost what?" <laughs> and then he just looks confused the whole segment. Like I don't remember losing. Uh. Then we had the announcement, so yep. <laughs> it was pretty... <laughs> the way the announcement went, he had um, uh, Takami Obari, the president of New Japan, came out. Well, Tony came out. Tony Khan came out first, introduced mm-hmm. the president of New, New, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he came out and said nothing. And then they cut to Adam Cole on the screen, and he actually made the announcement. Yes. Which is probably... For the best. That's for the best, because... 
Tony can't. Uh, mo- Tony, he's not. He, he ain't got the mic skills. No, and he's he always just looks like he's wired as well. He's just not fucking excited. And then Switchblade comes out as well. Yeah, we get yeah. Switchblade Jay White just to just to prove. See, we're good in New Japan. This is the guy there. Switchblade. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and uh, Cole also announces that he is going to be taking on. Ishii as a warm up or a sort of warm up. Skipping ahead a bit here, but they kept calling Ishii Ishii. Yes. Which is not his name. It's Ishii, isn't it? Yeah. He's uh, got an extra. Ishii, because he's got two eyes at the end. Yeah. They were doing that last night at Rebellion as well. Everyone just calls him Ishii. Maybe, it's, maybe he's fed up of people mispronouncing There is a guy called Ishii. Is there? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what gets confusing. Um, yeah. Warlow beat Butcher. We knew that was happening. Fuck you. Mike, Butcher's not a light man, and Wardlow gets him up for power bombs like he weighs nothing. Yeah. Uh, his power bomb game is very strong. Yep. <laughs> He doesn't. He has haven't seen him had any bother with anyone yet. Mm. Maybe he'll have to powerbomb your man, whose name I don't remember. Oh, the big guy. Uh, <laughs> Alright, why not? Probably fucking kill him. Go, <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston, cutting a promo on uh, Daniel Garcia. Um, I don't know. Did he cut a promo? Maybe ba- I think it was like a wee backstage. Yeah, segment. it was. Uh, it was a promo. Mm. Um, everyone else is banned from ringside, um, which gets us a pretty funny segment on Rampage of Jericho showing up and yep. not being allowed in, starting security. <laughs> um, Jungle Boy versus Kyle O'Reilly f- f- for a place in the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. I honestly, didn't know what way this was going. This was. Brilliant match. I think it was, yeah. Uh, and I think it, the right person won. Yes, I Ky- do agree. Kyler Reilly wins this one. Um, yeah, well, Jungle Boy is obviously a tag champ, so he's yeah, other he, things to do with. Jungle Boy doesn't, doesn't need it. Um, no. And they're, they're, they're building up to something there because we get Christian Cage coming out once he loses and mm. this point and he's like, oh, it's all right. They're... It's taking a lot... Long, like, I, I thought for sure... Cage is definitely turning heel somewhat part in that. I had expected it. Do you know what's the thing I like about this is they sort of don't mind doing the stories out a bit longer. Mm. Um, so MJF and Sean Spears backstage um, with Alex Marvez. Uh, they bring it in. I thought at first, like, Oh, Butcher can do it, so now we're going to throw Jake the Snake at him. I, was like, I honestly Wait, what? thought that's what I thought was happening <laughs> It's like oh, he hands Jake the envelope and he's like, God. and then uh, Lance Archer comes in from off screen and throws the fucking money to him. He's like, I just want to fight him. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, you didn't actually have to do this at all. Yep. You just could. You just did a said the uh, Archer, how do you want to fight Wardlow? Um, look, beat up a jobber. Oh, Jesus. Dan Housen <laughs> tried to curse him. Didn't work. Fuck him getting in the ring. That crowd went nuts. With a microphone, no with less. The, aye, aye. With the microphone. Um, and basically says, right, I've had enough. If you can't curse you, I'm going to fight you. 
And then he was like, ah, shit, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Lost the run of myself there. <laughs> he worked um, himself in his shoot. <laughs> we got Frankie Gazarian backstage trying to cut a promo on Sammy. Uh, and then Scorpio Sky comes in and is all like, I need to do this. Mm. And Frankie's like, all right, no worries. Got your back. It was, it was very face, sort of. I got uh, to do this. SEU will always be SEU. Mm. It's only a matter of time before we get the SEU reunion and everyone oh. goes, yeah. Yep. Fucking people love SEU. We love SEU. Um, There's nothing more fun than just shouting, SEU. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got that sort of down that whole New Age Outlaw style. Uh, Let's all sing along to the entrance. Mm. Um, Sammy Guevara. Yep. Sammy Guevara happened. He's definitely heel now. Oh, he's definitely full, full on heel. Right, full on heel. And um, then, did the many of the year turn face? Kind of. Yeah. What so, do you call him? Dynamite Dan. <laughs> Dynamite Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is Sammy doing his snivelly heel. Uh, my girlfriend's harder than yours. Mm. Um, then we get. Ethan Page with his fucking, he's just great. Aye. And, uh, Crush, like, I would not want to be on the other side of the mic with Ethan Page. Aye, he will, aye. I'm pretty sure the line was something like, I don't give a shit what you and your soon-to-be ex-girlfriend have to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. This guy, like, you want to screw all the fans who supported you? It, it's not screw us, Sammy, it's screw you. Yep. Um... Lambert says, my grandfather said youth is wasted on the young. You're the perfect example of that, Sammy. Uh, you get to make one more. Uh, you get to make one more chance tonight, young man. Give Sky's rematch or sends Paige and Sky into the ring. They're definitely faces like uh-huh. they, they've changed. Uh, like Lambert didn't even say anything derogatory about, nope. about Ty. So. <laughs> um, and then everything went a bit weird i think they were running out of time because he's like all right i'll give you the rematch if we if we get the mixed tag which is a little odd for sammy to be saying that way if he's the he now yeah but whatever uh lammer says done and then it's like very quickly sammy's like oh next week ladder match it was just thrown in there ladder match and then it cuts away i I don't know if they ran out of time or Someone forgot lines, or I, I don't know. No, I think there was, was time. there was other stuff as well here that just seemed like that seemed a bit rushed. Mm. I think they're they're struggling for time. Uh, if you notice after that part, um, like uh, Excalibur does a, a read for, oh, yeah. and he goes fucking mile a minute. Mile. Not right. Uh. Um, Britt Baker versus Daniel Kamala uh, for the to qualify for the the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Um, this. Danielle Campbell, one's been on Dark a couple of times. She hasn't really done anything since she was let go of NXT. Mm. She's not great. She was fine in this one. It was grand. Mm. It wasn't. It's was more about Britt being back. Yeah, and then Britt uh, tries to cut a promo, but she's completely blown up. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Just completely. And fun. then the NFL guy grabs the mic. Oh yeah. That oh was shit! A- this is on. <laughs> I'm on this mic now, and then they turn the mic off. <laughs> I'm on this mic it's now, like, sir. Um, okay. Um, settle you down, settle you down. 
Yeah. And in the coffin match. It's a, a mayhem thing. Aye. I thought for sure Sting was in the coffin. Oh, yeah, that would have been very stingish. It was when Andrade was opening it, and then he hurt his finger. And you're yes. like, what's going on there? Aye. But then we see later that there was a bunch of tacks on the Aye. inside of the coffin. That's what was going on there. But we get the old... Oh, who's that guy in the Sting match? The oh, mask, okay. And the mask comes off and it's like, oh, it's Sting. I did laugh at that. <laughs> that's was the like, second time they've done that's that. That's twice they've done that. <laughs> the first time was, what, must be 10 years ago in TNA. Oh, no, that's, they've done that before. Oh, they've done that as well? Too many had all the people with the Sting mask. Oh, that's right, that's doing, right. Um, that's when it came out, though, wasn't it? At, at, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. It was then the crowd shit. <laughs> Um, then Sting does a, a jump off the, the tunnel, the, the exit tunnel, the uh, mm. thing. Um, gets very safely caught. It yep. it went exactly as it should have. Um, doesn't need to be doing that at his age. Yeah, he doesn't, but mm. he does anyway. Um, is there any other spots worth calling out in this? Um, uh, don't get me wrong, it's good. Nice. match, but uh, but bro, a lot of outside stuff, which I don't think is Andrade's strength to get the nah. guy in the ring and let him do his thing. Um, but it very much was a Darby match, mm. <laughs> um, and Darby wins uh, as he, he he does that weird ju- dive to the outside uh, on to Andrade, who then goes into the coffin and then he hits him with the tack coffin is this, uh, cause didn't the assistant come out and rip the shirt off he said oh, aye, he, he was buff as fuck aye. what kind of assistant's built like that yeah, <laughs> what the fuck and then the Hardys just came out at the end started, started shout, shout, shouting and dancing for aye. some reason We're like okay um <laughs> so I guess that's that's that yep Andrade didn't get to buy the boy <laughs> didn't get to buy the boy. Just wanted to buy the boy. Uh, so on Rampage, uh, Adam Cole and Ishii for the... This was actually a tournament qualifier match again. Mm. Um, Great match. Yeah. Adam Cole won in this. Yep. With shenanigans. But it, yeah, Ishii just, just fucking... Everything he does looks so sore. Mm. Probably is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as you said, we got the shenanigans as in Jay White yep. came out. Um, but he didn't, he didn't, well, yeah, he distracted the ref by attacking Rocky Romero and then mm. Adam Cole and his fist of doom testicle offense, <laughs> I guess we could call it. Uh, no, here's the big, the big, the big fucking. Oh, jeez, I. Lexi Nair interviewing Hook again. Mm-hmm. Danhausen shows up yep. again. Hook speaks. No. No, hang on. The, 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 the reason for this got me. I laughed so hard, right? Danhausen <laughs> has been Danhausen has been cursing him. He's been trying to show up when he's been working out. He's been interrupting interviews. But the last straw, he was crushing the crisps underneath his feet. And that was it. Hook snaps. This is how you like your powerful chips. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was it? If you've got my attention now, and you're like, oh, bollocks. Uh, you wanted my attention. You got it now. 
Is that the first words he said it is, isn't it? Yes. Hookers never spoke. Well, on TV. I know he's done the vlogs and stuff, but... Yeah. yeah. I don't think he speaks very much on those either. No. He's, he's kept himself very sort of well sort of hidden, but... Living, living um, his gimmick. I, I did not expect his voice to be that fucking deep. He's, what, 19 or something? He's 20? Mm, I think he's... I'm not sure what age he is, but... But, um... It was a cracking wee segment, and as you say, <laughs> you're powerful chips. <laughs> they're going to be a tag team. They are so going to be a tag team, but I still um, think they're going to have the match first. Then Serpentico got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> choke slam the fuck out of him. He did. Lance Archer, I guess we're going to have choke slam symphonies. He, uh... He definitely lives up to that name, the Murder Hawk Monster. <laughs> Aye. Um, madness, eh? Mm. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. Brilliant match, eh? Brilliant match. So we, we saw Jericho and his cronies get <laughs> banned from coming out at the start, starting fights with, um, with security. And, that, I always forget, I always get them mixed up. But the crazy wild-eyed one out of 2.0, is it Menard? <laughs> Big Daddy Magic. He is fucking brilliant. So he he is. Is. He's just so crazy. <laughs> I don't know what that accent he's supposed to be doing, but it's so uh, exaggerated. Mm. I can't even remember the last. I remember, he sa- I forget what he said when he was leaving. I remember just laughing for about five minutes straight. And then even at the start of the entrance now, he does the we uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society is the a pinnacle of sports entertainment. And then out comes Garcia. Uh, th- this was a an or fantastic match at a Garcia um, Kingston, as we expect. Um, Kingston wins this one and um he's he's coming for Jericho again. Yep. It's got to be a different type of match, though, I would imagine. Now, he did take off his belt. He did. He's all like, this is, this is for you, Jericho. Yep. Strap match, maybe? Maybe. Uh, we got interview with Keith Lee. <laughs> uh, very upset, Keith Lee. Yes. And Swerve, he's like, looks up the Taz, but he wants to annihilate Team Taz. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, it was, um, no, it was, it was when Swerve used, I can't remember the word he used, but Pertru- he's protrubed. <laughs> you taught me that big word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like, I like Keith Lee. He's like big guy, but he's all like really polite. And yep. So well-spoken. Although Ricky Starks' reply was unbelievable. You broke-ass Keenan and Kale. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See his own comment there? Okay, died at that. You broke-ass Keenan and Kale. That's pretty good. <laughs> the worst thing was, Swerve went onto his Twitter then and done like the Keenan and Kale logo, but it was Swerve and Lee and it's their silhouettes. Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant <laughs> I instantly thought that's a fucking t-shirt there. Got Tony Storm, Jamie Hader, and Britt Baker all together in an interview. Um, mm. Jamie Hader is definitely getting beaten the first round by Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a shame too. I really like Hader. 
Yeah. Tori Storm is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I like the way she does things. Like, do you know who I am? Do you mm. know what I've done? Because <laughs> you clearly don't. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was that was good. Uh, and then the main event: mm. Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir mm. for the TBS title. Look, I think saying this match was shite is going a bit far. It wasn't shit, but it, it wasn't, wasn't. It was a perfectly fucking serviceable match. Aye, uh, it was. I don't believe it should have been the main event. That. But then you're obviously taking it's it for away. the TBS title though, so it kind of does have to uh, be the main event. Um, it's it, it wasn't it wasn't particularly good. It wasn't awful. Mm. It was just there, um, uh, like ridiculous how much uh, offense Jade got over Marina since, since Marina Shafir was supposed to be the big threat. Uh, um. Just the shit she got her. a couple of moves near the end. That was about it. Yeah. It was mostly Jade doing a move, turn into the crowd, and then a move, turn into the crowd, and you're like, right. The last two minutes of the match were definitely the best, but the first, what, eight or nine was just... Yeah. It's just like whatever. Mm. I was just like, she would do something, and then... Yeah, as you said, look to the crowd and go, look, look how great I am. It's like... Mm. What? Who am I supposed to be cheering for here? Uh, um, we did get to see more of the bodies at ringside. Um, yeah, there was a whole segment with them getting in, involved. And if if I get to see Kiara Hogan doing stuff, yep, all for that. Um, they've done. They did a. They did a promo with Jade on Dynamite as well. Yes, they did. That's um, right. That's the one thing with Jade, though. She is very good at the promo. Yeah. <laughs> she is fucking fantastic at that part. Like, I get, like, she could get there with the matches. Um, mm. I just think this was a bit, what, not enough back and forth. It was just like, do a move, then Marina's going to sell it, and then going to act, look at me, I'm so great, um, rinse and repeat for 10 minutes, and we're done. So the last two minutes was when there was no there was no doubt there there was no uh, like you're like well, well I know because you know why we always the, we always say here is like the good wrestle matches like even though you know who's winning they put that doubt in your head during yes. the match oh, and Jesus. that's what makes it good and yep. this just did not have any of that nope <laughs> there was never any doubt in your mind who was winning this yeah. um, like from the bell it was just J J J J J J J yeah yeah aye um. Like the like as you say, she's meant to be this big threat, this big problem, and Jade just trucked her. So who who's gonna be the threat? At this stage, I can't think. Mm. I mean, running out of opponents here. Aye, unless, like I say, that there's some cross fucking promotion thing they're gonna is this her story where she's like right I've battered everyone here I, I need new victims or something I mean she hasn't gone up against Sheeta or Deeb no she hasn't gone she hasn't gone up against the big guns uh, and them two will be uh, fighting each other next week mm. which um, I really thought they were gonna keep this for the tournament has she went up against Nyla who Jade? Has Jade fought Nyla? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. 
We haven't went one on one. I know they've been in triple threats. Um, but I don't know about that much either. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The triple threat with... Um, Red Velvet. Was it Red was Velvet? Was it Red Velvet or was it Ruby Soho? Was it Ruby? Maybe. Or was it Thunder Rosa? It was Thunder Rosa. It was Thunder Rosa. Well, you can't have her face Thunder Rosa. Well, Thunder Rosa is the... Or the women's the, champ. The women's champ. <laughs> That's what I like. Do you give it to Brit? Mm, maybe she hasn't fought like Jimmy Hater or Tony Storm yet. Actually. No, like I said, she hasn't fought the big hitters. Yeah, but I said they, they keep that. She keeps getting opponents. Obviously, like Ruby Soho is probably the biggest person she's beaten. That was mm. you know, that was to win the thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, did Thunder Rosa? She got cheated by Mercedes Martinez. That's right. Aye. And Thunder Rose is probably giving her her best match too. Yeah. I would say. The Ty Conte one was okay. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't bad. Well, I guess we'll find out. Do you want me to quickly fly through Rebellion? Oh shit, I forgot. I forgot about... Rebellion. Did you start playing music? I started playing music. Uh, I thought we were done. Go for it. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, Rebellion Impact pay-per-view surprisingly good. Um, I say surprising like it's a bad thing, but I mean, like, Moose had a really good match. That's the, yeah, that's the big news of this that's one. The, that's the holy shit. Like, I don't mean a, like a decent match. I mean, this was like fucking amazing match and it wasn't the other guy carrying Moose. This was, holy shit, Moose can actually do a good match. Why doesn't he do this all the time? <laughs> Why don't you do this all the goddamn time? But uh, quickly thread through the card. We had a triple threat to start, which was Jay White, uh, Chris Sabin, and Steve Macklin. Absolutely brilliant match. Um, Jay White is something else. Hey, he really fucking is. Um, he was like being the big shit heel the whole way through it. Yeah. Uh, Macklin came down in full Punisher outfit, though. That was pretty cool. Like makeup, like full skull makeup and everything. Nice. Uh, it was pretty cool. He actually won, but he... He cheated because Jay White done what do you call it, the Blade Runner? Isn't that what you call his yeah, finisher? It's kind of like that Abigail one, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Aye. the it's exactly that. Aye. So he wheels that on Saban and then fucking Macklin just flies in, throws Jay White out and gets the pin and then runs out giving everybody the fingers. Um, <laughs> then we had a triple A uh, women's title match between uh, Diana Prazo and Taya Valkyrie. Fucking amazing. Unbelievable match. Uh, Taya Valkyrie actually beat her. Doesn't matter the names in, the, in, in that match. I'm, I'm not surprised at I, all. Um, I was actually thinking, fuck, I pity who follows this match. <laughs> and it was a triple threat again for the X Division. Speedball Mike Bailey, um, Trey Miguel, and Aus, uh, Ace Austin. Amazing. Three X Division superstars just flying around the rings like lunatics. And that wee guy, Mike Bailey, is wow, he's going to be a big deal. But Ace Austin actually took the belt off Trey Miguel. So he is now a four-time X Division champion. And he literally says when he was, he looked at the camera as soon as he's done, he's all, I won't be holding this long. I want a title shot. I don't care who's champ by the end of the night. So Ace Austin has always said his goal is to be the youngest Impact World Champion. And he has nine months to do it. That's a pretty good story. Yep. Uh, that's a pretty cool story. So he got nine months to do it. Um, next, we had Ishii against Jonah. I don't know if you've ever seen Jonah. He's a big Australian no. guy. He's, I think he's 330. But he can actually sort of 
move. Not he's not like fucking you know speedy guy, but he can do some decent shit. But I had it in my head. I was all right. This is just to make Jonah look like a fucking beast. Holy shit! Ishi took him to the wood chipper, <laughs> and he actually brain bustered him. Three hundred and thirty pound Jonah and Ishi brain bustered him. That's impressive. And gets the pin. And I was like, holy fuck. I, again, I was ex- just expecting, right, Jonah's the new big guy in Impact. They're going to do this to make him look like a genuine threat. Nah. Ishii's a legend. I'm sorry, lad. You're good, but you're not the legend, Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a genuinely brilliant, just a big meat slapper match. Hey? Um, then we had a eight tag team gauntlet match for the tag team uh, championships. This was really fucking good. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers made their Impact Tag Team debut. Oh, right. They're back together. They're back together. Because when they first joined Impact, they were feuding. Because you're like, oh, you're following me. Leave me alone. But now they're they're a tag team. So they are. Um, And their first tag team was Jordan Grace and W. Morrissey. Because they just both have beef with them too. Yeah. And there was one moment. Well, there was actually two very cool moments in this match. Where uh, Matt Cardona dived off the top rope at Grace. And she caught him. And power slams him. Just d- dead drops him. But then there's a p- the point where Morrissey starts thumbing uh, up, you know, thumbs up. He's going to put Jordan Grace on his shoulders and slam her down yeah. on top of him. And she's all, nah. And she starts doing the thumbs. She loves him. She loves him onto his shoulders. Crowd's going absolutely nuts. And she just slams Morrissey onto the two of them. I was like, fuck me. How strong are you, woman? But then they get cheated. So they go out. And then the next tag team in was the Good Brothers. But before Morrissey left, he powerbombed uh, Cardona's missus through a table. So okay. Cardona's all, oh, no, my wife. And the good brothers are all, we don't care. And they beat the <laughs> fucking piss <laughs> Cardona and Myers. So they go out. And then the next team in, <laughs> the next team in was Johnny Swinger and his new apprentice, uh, Ziggy Sparks. And the crowd goes mental for Johnny Swinger. They just love him because he's just this comedic fucking genius. But they don't last too long. They go out. And then it was Willie Mack and Rich Swan, And they they actually have a good 10 minute with the Good Brothers. Good Brothers take them down. And then it was Honor No More. So that was Matt Taven and... I always forget his name. Uh, Bennett. Mike Bennett. Uh, right. So them two come in and they beat the Good Brothers. And then Heath and Rhino come in. And they beat... Fuck, they're still doing their thing. They're still doing their thing, yep. They come in and they take down uh, the Ring of Honor guys. So then it's violent by design of the last team in. And they just come in and fucking clean house. So they do. Of course. I've never got got the matches. Like, of course that happened. Of course it did. Yep. So... (laughs) Violent by Design are still the champions. Why so. would you agree to this? <laughs> if you're the champions especially, why the fuck would you agree to this? Yep. The champions should come in last, really. But they aye, they were the champions. Oh, okay. okay. Aye, so they come in last. That's not, they, that's not so bad. And they just clean. Aye, well, they basically says, I will do this, but we're last because we're the best. So <laughs> they come in and they just clean house. Your wee man, Diener's really, really improving as well. Yeah. He was on the outside. It was Big Joe and EY. Because the, they do that, what do you call it? The free bird rule. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any two can defend. Any two can defend. So it was Dorian and EY was defending that night. I fucking love EY's elbow drop, though. I know it's not as good as your wee woman's, but EY has a fucking sweet elbow drop, and he nails it every time. He's I, he's, I know he's in his mid-40s now, but fuck, he can still go. Brilliant. 
And then our next match was for the uh, Knockouts Tag Match or Knockouts Championship. And that was Rosemary against Tasha Steeles. This was grand. This was grand. Uh, some shenanigans, things like that. But Tasha Steeles is good. She, she was very good in that tag team with Kira Hogan. I thought yeah. them two were brilliant together. You can tell she's still finding her feet a wee bit as a singles wrestler. But um, that was, it, was a, it was a good match. Good match. It's, it was just hard to live up to Deanna Perazzo and yeah, Naya Valkyrie. Yeah. That was the thing. But no, good match. And then our main event was Josh Alexander and Moose. And fuck me, this was... So this was a, a turning point for Moose, maybe? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Never uh, thought to see the day. Aye. Uh, unbelievable match. And near the end, I wasn't too sure what way it was going. I was like, oh, Jesus, Jesus. I was actually sort of go. I was actually finding myself going, fuck me, Moose, you are... Where's this been all these years? But uh, Josh Alexander gets him, and he's now the champ. Nice. So nice. after... It was a good eight-month storyline they were doing with Josh Alexander when Moose screwed him. Mm. Um, so Josh Alexander is now the champion. So if uh, Ethan Page wants to sort of hook up with his old buddy, <laughs> <laughs> now's the time. <laughs> He's rolling in that championship money. But uh, good event, good event. Maybe he'll challenge him. Mm. Obviously hard to beat last year's Rebellion when it was Kenny Omega and Rich Swan title, title. But you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh. But uh, that sounds. It was it was a good event, and like I say, the the couple of matches, if you wanted to check them out, would be Jonah Ishii and that uh, triple threat, the X division, and obviously the main event, mm. uh, the triple A title. Aye, there's or a just, lot of just watch, just, just watch, watch the whole, the whole thing, thing. because it was only two and a half <laughs> hours as well. Impact's uh, pay per views are quite short compared to the <coughs> AEWs. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll call out a day. Yep. I really need to go to the toilet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we finish our board. podcast. <laughs> Call the way to the toilet. All right. Bye. Well, bye. See you next week. <laughs>